Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I want you to come to my van dealership. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You guys all know I cheated, but I'm still here anyway, so y'all can just S my blank and whatever. Like, I don't know. What, I'm trying to say it. And you know what I mean. I know, but even even that made me nervous. S my blank. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big program today. Oh, All yeah. the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. At 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What is the game, Boner? Well, Mike, in honor of today, in 1884, the Oxford English Dictionary was first published. All right. So we're going to do a war of words where I'm going to give you a definition of of a word, and then two words. You have to figure out which one the definition is of. And these are words that I I consider myself a bit of a wordsmith, and I didn't know most of these words. So, yeah, I don't I don't think it's like the easiest words you would ever come across. Let's put it that way. We have uh, we have big news today. One of the uh, most notable quarterbacks of all time is entering a new stage in his life, and. Uh, that person is Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey has become the new <laughs> offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Congratulations to him. Ken Dorsey, up until recently, I considered to be the worst professional quarterback of all time. That honor has now been placed to Carson Wentz. Which is, I still don't agree with what you're no, saying there. here's why. You know why. I be- know why, but I don't agree. Ken Dorsey is just bad. There's nothing to him. He's bad. You know he's going to be bad. You can set yourself up for the badness. Carson Wentz will tease you. He will rub on you, and you'll get excited about him. And then he will let you down in the most epic way. Yeah, I guess I look at it more like Ken Dorsey is a rainy day, 100% rain, sun up to sundown. There is no sun. It's just rain all day. And then... Carson Wentz is like partly cloudy, 40% chance of rain. Like, no. Yeah, no. you might get rained on, but no. you also might get some sunshine. No. And you might get a couple touchdowns and win. Bone, I am so disappointed in you. You grew up <laughs> reading the book, did you not? I did, yeah. You grew up reading the book. Yo, you're you, going to go lukewarm on me? You know of the book. The book says when, when the beast appears, the beast will not be hideously ugly. Okay. Oh, the, okay. the beast will not just way. be some disgusting person that you see on the street and say, that's just the ugly, ugliest person I've ever seen. The beast will be handsome. The, the Antichrist. Is the, that what you're talking yeah, about? The yeah. beast okay. will be in order. He will speak to you. He will hypnotize you. But in the end, 
He's the beast, and he's going to screw you. The beast will come to you with blue fur and glasses and speak like a professor, but deep down, he is still a mutant. Different book that I read about the beast, but that's Marvel. That's X-Men. Okay. We'll move along. Well, whatever. I, I thought know. you were going lukewarm. What is, luke, what is lukewarm? There's the part in the good book where it says, you know, if you're hot or cold, that's fine. But if you're lukewarm, I want to spit you out of my mouth. Uh, that's what you're no, saying with I, Carson Wentz. Where all, he's, maybe that's, that's what you're talking that's about. That's Brian Flores' problem. That's, that's the perennial 500 coaches problem. But Ken Dorsey is just that hideously ugly person that I referenced that you would not give a second look to except to comment about how ugly they are. Carson Wentz is the devil. He's the devil because he will he will trick you. He'll you make can, you believe that something's possible, and then he will kill you and your entire family. You can hear more of this uh, type of analogy on our new podcast, Sunday School X's and O's. We'd get some listeners. Brought to you by Moses, <laughs> who I, I'm telling you, dual threat, Moses. What do you mean he dual was, threat? He would have been a dual threat quarterback. He was good. He could do all kinds of stuff, Moses. He all right, was, I believe you. Yeah, he's out there killing people. He's leading people to salvation. He's he's doing everything. Mm -hmm. He saw a bush that was on fire. Bush, bush, <laughs> bush that was on fire. I don't know. He was having. He had a he had a life. He that did. Guy, he was good. Quite a. They should have wrote. Oh, they did. They wrote a, a large portion of a giant book about yeah, him. Yeah, I'm a big right. fan. Big fan of Moses. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, jackets lose to the Panthers. Eight to five. Was eight to four or eight to five? Eight to four. Eight to four. But that's right. It's not nine to two. I call that improvement. But here, here's the thing. Now they head into the break now. We don't see him for a week because it's uh, all star game time. But I was so upset when we saw nine to two. I was so upset when we saw six to nothing against the Flames. And the reason why I was upset is that, yes, they were lopsided non-competitive games, but the reason why I was upset in those games is because the Blue Jackets just stopped playing, in the words of Zach Wierenski. You can say quit if you want to. That's fine. They're the same to me. They quit. They stopped playing. And there's no excuse for that ever. That is a direct reflection on this coaching staff for allowing it to occur, not once, but several times this year. I will give the Blue Jackets credit. Last night, they did not stop playing. Now, they just happen to suck. That's a different conversation. They're right. not in the same league with the Florida Panthers when it comes to talent. But at least they didn't disrespect themselves and everybody who paid for a ticket to watch that game because they played. They just weren't any good. Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, I'm glad they, they kept it up. I mean, it, it was like... At some level, almost like a beer league hockey game where there were just goals being traded left and right there for a while. But I expected a little bit more of this type of Blue Jackets game over this year, honestly, didn't you? That there would be a lot more. Yeah. We're going to give up a few goals, but man, we're going to score some goals too. And it's going to be a little up and down. You'd like and not to give up eight goals. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not justifying it. I'm saying this team I figured would be able to find the net occasionally. You just, didn't want to see the wild swings. And last night, that's that's a little bit more of what you had. You had some ups, you had some downs, but you're right. At least they kept competing. So moderate Yay. little sign of growth. Let's get a banner for that one. Can we do that? Tom Brady said last night on his podcast, he is still going through the process, was not ready to announce anything, and then today he did. He announced his retirement today. Here's what Tommy had to say. And in 2022, we release it on Instagram, and that's what Tom did. 
I have always believed the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. And success is what I love so much about our game. There's a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day that's allowed me to maximize my highest potential. And I've tried my best these past 22 years. There are no no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. This is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I've loved my NFL career. Now it's time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. I've done a lot of reflecting this past week and have asked myself difficult questions. I am so proud of what we've achieved. My teammates, coaches, fellow competitors, and fans deserve 100% of me. But right now, it's best that I leave the field of play to the next generation of dedicated and committed athletes. I would also like to announce that I will be the new head coach at Michigan when Jim Harbaugh leaves <laughs> to take the Minnesota Vikings job. Wouldn't that be a swerve, huh? If he that's didn't, where he it didn't went? put that in there, but uh, let him live. The timing if that seems to be working out, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, there's plenty that we could talk about with Tom Brady and how brilliant he has been, and I think you and I have fairly and correctly said throughout much of his career that this is the best quarterback we've ever seen. At least in the last four or five years, we've gotten to that point, you know, where we say this this is the best quarterback to ever play. Yeah, I mean, I think he was, for me, he was there before. Sure. You know, okay. I, I didn't need the extra championship in Tampa Bay. He is the greatest of all time. Right. But I think that's about as easy to slice as anyone can right now. So there's there's going to be hours and hours of content about that. Did you happen to catch, you know, he does that radio show with Jim Gray. Yeah. Did you happen to catch how that went last night where he did not announce this? Yeah. Well, that's on that his, radio that's his, show. That's his podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a serious XM radio show that he does. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. He, he does this with Jim Gray. Jim Gray also does that little, like, if you listen to any Westwood one games, usually like Sunday night football game or the Monday night football game we air, he'll have a little segment with Tom Brady. It's all sponsored and, so Jim Gray is like Tom Brady's personal member of the media. Okay, this guy carries the water for Tom Brady. Jim Gray carries the water for everybody. Okay, yes, but specifically like he has his own show with Jim Gray on Sirius XM. And Jim Gray went out of his way last night to say, you know, boy, they really they went all hog wild with you like you're going to retire and all this stuff. Uh, that's Jim Gray though, man. Well, no, but here's a let professional me, ball licker. How about this? He said, does this reporting from ESPN overstep the boundaries of having the proper respect for all that you've achieved and not allowing you to be able to do this on your own timeline? That's the question Jim Gray asked uh-huh. of Tom Brady. So then Tom Brady proceeds to go like, oh, well, you know, I got a lot of decisions to make and I'm going to let people know once the time is right. 14 hours later, he hops on Instagram and is like, oh, time's right. Screw you, Jim Gray. <laughs> like... That guy has carried the water for Tom Brady his entire career, and then Tom Brady doesn't give him the scoop. That's and he will continue to. It's pretty. That's that sucks. Oh yeah, and Jim Gray will like be happy to get screwed over Ab- by that. Absolutely, but. he does it with a smile. Uh, when Pat McAfee decides he's done with Aaron Rodgers, Jim Gray will be right there. Oh yeah, right. Jim you Gray know will it. have like you know the horse dewormer to give Aaron Rodgers <laughs> whatever. He'll take it himself. <laughs> Aaron, I've cut off my own testicles just to show you how much I love you. I'm Jim Gray. Yeah, it was it was just a weird 
vibe from that where Jim Gray basically says, did ESPN do you wrong by reporting news? Like, now I'm not saying, now maybe they got it wrong, but they reported he was retiring and now he is retiring. I mean, yes, they might have got it a little early, but. Well, I don't think it's, first of all, if you have a problem with this, it's not ESPN's problem. It's Tampa Bay's problem. Because where'd this come from? Well, sure, right. I mean, he, he told the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hey, guys, I'm doing this. Then somebody from the team reached out to Schefter, whoever broke the story. That's where the issue should be, not with Problem, ESPN. Yeah. Right. So I guess the way I look at that is, do Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington, do they work for Tom Brady? Jim Gray clearly does, but <laughs> yes. everybody else works for whoever pays them, and ESPN pays these guys. So, yeah, that, that was a little bit weird last night, but... Overall, Tom Brady, he he deserves every accolade he's going to get. I like how he will go into the Hall of Fame. I mean, there there will be no doubt about him going to the Hall of Fame, but I, I don't I don't know. Does the Pro Football Hall of Fame have like a unanimous thing that they protect like the baseball Hall of Fame? I don't no. think so, right? No. Okay. Well, if there if there was such a thing, it would disappear when Tom Brady stepped up to the podium, but yeah, also, that, again, means that Ben Roethlisberger now, officially forever, will just be a sideshow to this. Tom Brady. You love it's it. It's so great. You love it. <laughs> Why do, I hope he rides a motorcycle with no helmet on just to get attention. What an idiot. What if Roethlisberger called you right now and said, T-Bone, I'm a big fan of your work. I want you to be my Jim Gray. Host a oh, show with me. Sure, yeah. I'd go on there and ask him every question he doesn't want to answer until I got fired. I That's bet, what I I bet you Ben Roethlisberger's got some hot takes on Moses. You guys can get along well. <laughs> No? Hey, man, all I know is the entire city of Finley hated that guy until he started paying them money. So that should tell you something. When the entire place you came from was like, nah, we're good. We don't like that dude. And then he's like, how about I name a football stadium after me if I donate millions of dollars? Then he got back in their good graces. That tells me all I need to know. Ben Roethlisberger, trash. If you are a Bengal fan looking to go to the Super Bowl, good luck with all that. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident in I-70 eastbound after Mound Street. It is causing slowdowns in this area. There is a wrecker on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful and watch out for delays in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on fresh asparagus, just $1.99 a pound now through February 1st. Fresh Time Market, get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Dare, dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Bone, one thing that I would find very entertaining is, you know, taking someone from, let's say, the 1850s. All right. Trying to explain modern things to them. Because I just saw this trending on Twitter. Rapper Whale announces on Twitter he is not planning to perform at the Broccoli City Festival in Washington, D.C. I believe it's uh, Wale. Wale? 
Yeah. Well, you know what? Try explaining it to me then. Because I don't know what all those things are. Well, I just want you to know that in my headphones, Ted went, whale. Oh, man. This dumbass said whale. Teddy, you knew who it was? I thought it was whale. I know it's Wale. I didn't know it was We've talked about him on the show before. We have? Yes. (laughs) Wasn't Wale a robot that was left on the planet? That's Wally. That's a different movie. Wally. It's a good movie. All right. I highly recommend it. What's the Broccoli City Festival? I I have no idea. I don't know. You're hip with the kids. I'm asking you. No, Matt, just, Matt Hayes likes that, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he likes, likes broccoli. broccoli. Yeah. yeah, Matt loves broccoli. Oh, is broccoli. that what happens? Yeah, he, well, he eats broccoli all the time. Woke people get together and microwave broccoli and listen to whale? <laughs> Wale. Wally? Wale. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Se- Seal shows up, too. Maybe. A kiss from a rose. Seal and whale. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what did I tease? Oh, if you're a Bengal fan and you are looking to go to the Super Bowl, well, you better pay some money. They are saying it's the most expensive Super Bowl ticket of all time. SeatGeek said the average price customers are paying for tickets as of today uh, was ten thousand four hundred and twenty-seven bucks average price. Oh. StubHub has an average price of ninety-eight hundred. The cheapest seats are being sold for about seven thousand dollars to the Super Bowl. I uh, I hope to someday be in a position where my team is in the Super Bowl, like a lot of Bengals fans are right now. I don't know what I would do if I said, "Oh, my team's there. Great." How much are tickets? Oh, that's all. Like a small car. That's all I have to do. That's great. Well, they're saying that the the game being in Los Angeles is sort of the perfect storm because you have, you know, a lot of it's a huge celebrity. There's going to be a lot of a lot of rich people people who want to be there and be seen. They're willing to pay any price, and you know, it's right in their backyard. And if Bengal fans want to go, they have to be willing to pay these prices. It's a lot of scratch. Speaking of that, have you... Wale's going to get in there? <laughs> I I'm sure if he wants to, he can. Did you see, uh, or hear, rather, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, formerly of Mike and the Mad Dog? Did you My hear, guy. What did you hear his rant? He was very upset because at the NFC Championship game, they cut to a shot of a guy he kept calling Leonard DiCaprio... <laughs> <laughs> he was mad. He's like, do you think? Hold, you think hold on, I, hold okay, on. Before hold on, you all do right, the right. voice, I all have right, to do the right. thing. He was mad. Good afternoon, sports fans. So, okay, Leonard DiCaprio was at the NFC Championship game, and I don't understand, okay? Because this guy, number one, he doesn't know who Norm Van Brocklin is. How is he going to watch a football game? This guy doesn't know football. Why do they let him in? Oddly enough, he also knows it's Wally, though. Chris Russo. <laughs> Very much up on the Wally. No, he was mad that celebrities showed up to the game in L.A. Come on, that happened. What do you think they're going right, to do? That's exactly. why they put a team there. What are we doing? So guess what? Uh, don't let Chris Mad Dog Russo anywhere near his TV two weeks from Sunday because, good Lord, he's going to have a panic attack if he looks out and sees all the celebrities that are going to be there. Well, look, Bone. I don't know who Wale is. 
Yeah. But I do know who Federico Iguain is. I do know who that and is, I, too. Your guy, and I just saw that the crew have signed him to a one-day contract so that he can retire a member of the black and gold. Very nice. Long, long-time member of the crew. He got uh, dealt away a couple years ago. They moved on from him, went to a youth movement. Uh, by the way, that, that kind of worked out. They won an MLS Cup after they did that, but... It was painful to see him go. He was a tremendous player, got this team to an MLS Cup in 2015. They didn't win, but he he was one of the best players in team history. He deserves all the honors he's going to get. I also want to say I appreciate all of you who have tweeted me and said, will the Jackets be making a tribute video for him? <laughs> well done. <laughs> and yes, you know what? That He deserves it more than half the guys they've made tribute videos oh, absolutely. for. Absolutely. He deserves it way more. So, yeah, if you can make one for Sonny Milano, you can definitely make one for Federico Iguain and show it at the Jackets game because that's way more impactful to this city. Everybody I've ever met is sending me text messages making fun of me for Wale. <laughs> you called him Whale. I, 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 I didn't know him. I don't know him. <laughs> Apparently, I should. Well, no, it was just you were like, imagine explaining this to someone from the 1850s. Well, right, explain it to me. <laughs> Yeah. How would you explain Twitter to someone from the 1850s? Forget about uh, Wale. How would you explain Twitter? First of all, you have to explain the computer and the process. I think the simplest way to do that would be to try to make it like something they are currently aware of. So what I would say to them is, do you know anyone who tells you little tidbits of news but doesn't really have any good info? They just tell you little things. Yes. And then if they said, oh, yes, I've heard of such. No, I'm, I'm going to be. Well, what are you going to do? Oh. Both sides of the conversation? Oh, yeah, I don't know. All right. You Let be, me earn okay. some money today. Jesus. All right. So I say, yeah, it, you know, anybody like that who tells you little bits of the conversation, but doesn't tell you the full story. Do I have to do the accent? Whatever you want to do. Oh, oh yes. Well, that is Hello. that is what we now have. a We now have a whole place. We can go a giant screen. We can look at at any time of day and it will tell us random little things. We didn't even know we wanted to know what screen. Like, it's, in, it's in your pocket. In, your in my pocket? Yeah, pull it out. and. How is that possible? Well, I'm not going to explain all that to you. I'm just well, gonna you have show to. You. No, I, I, I'm just got to tell you the principle of you Twitter. You can't just explain it away by saying, ah, sorcery. You can't just say that. No. You well, got to tell them about electricity right. and PCs right. and <laughs> phones. Well, then we're going to have the problem of, because if a time traveler did come here, I could see a lot of people like myself struggling and saying, all right, so Ben Franklin was... After, before you, before you. Yes, okay, so much you know before. Of, so you know of electricity, um, but you don't really use electricity, right? But we'd, li we'd, we'd like to. But, but you don't know how to. Okay. Well, we know so, how to, but... But not well. No. But we, we know how to use it well, and we've stuck it in this little box. Okay. And then the box connects to... You don't know what the radio is. No, nope, uh, don't know what the radio okay. is. Well, we connect... Satellites, you have no idea. Do you know about space? Are you aware that there are things other than here? What do you mean? We look at the sky all the time. Okay, of course we there, know. Up there, there's magic little things floating that shoot us signals of magic, information. See, you, you can't just explain it away by saying magic things. Oh, I got to go into rocket technology now? Yes. Oh, God. This would take forever. This is why this would be a great show. I'm trying to think. 1850s. Like, we have fireworks by that point, right? So they fireworks? would know, yeah, yeah, they would know something if you said like, "Hey, a rocket shoots up in the sky, right?" Well, attach something that's much more complex to the top of one of those, and it stays up. All right, there. we're out of time. Right, that's what I'm saying. College football wants to fix a problem they can't fix. 
Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on I-70 eastbound after Mountain Street. It is causing backups in this area. A wrecker remains on scene trying to get things clear, but please be cautious over here. Traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessit. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessit are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. All right, I was thinking. So you got you got Wale slash Whale. Okay. Seal, the singer... Yeah. Trying to think who'd all be hanging out together. Mark the Shark would be there as well. Sure. Uh, Gary Dolphin, longtime play-by-play guy. You beat me to it. I was going to say Gary Dolphin. Who am I missing? Oh, we're probably missing quite a few. How uh, about the uh, Blowfish? They could be there. Hootie and the Blowfish? No, no, I don't know about Hootie, but the Blowfish could be there. Okay. Uh, there is former Major Leaguer Mike Carp. He could be there. Well, Mike Trout. 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 How did I go to Carp before Trout? <laughs> the hell's the matter with me? How do we forget Mike Trout? What That's else? a good question. Um, there's got to be consume some me for the rest last of the name day. Of like Pike. Pike. Pike is a fish. Is there a Pike? Somebody Pike. Pike. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's. See, I should have thought of that. But you're Teddy? right. In Star Trek, there was Captain Pike, or he became Admiral Pike. Okay. Marco would know all about it. Of course. Sure, well, apparently sure, you yeah. do. All right. No. We're oh. just hijack the show now. This is what the show's become. Oh, what is it? Beamer would be yelling at me because I can't remember. He likes a soccer team that's in like the fifth division of English soccer, but their nickname is the Shrimpers. And I can't remember who they are. Dang it all. All right. I'm looking them up. Well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you. you're I'll just as at- obsessed with this as I am. <laughs> What did I tease? Oh, college football wants to fix a problem that they can never fix. I saw this on 11 Warriors today. The NCAA is going to look into players faking injuries because apparently this is becoming such a deal and it's it's bothering coaches trying to keep up with high-tempo offenses. You see guys go down and they say fake injuries. Now, here's how I say they're never going to fix this. The NCAA last offseason got together and said, we got to do something about this. So they came up with an appeals process where a team could send in a video after the fact, of course, if they felt like one of their opponents was faking an injury, and they would review it, and then I don't know what would happen because either nobody submitted any film this year or there were no consequences because we didn't hear about any punishment after the fact. How are you going to prove... That someone doesn't have a cramp. 
How are you going to prove that someone's toe doesn't hurt? It's impossible. I mean, short of there being something as dumb as, you know, Bounty Gate was, where there's emails saying, guys, make sure you show up to our acting coach that will be here that will teach you how to fake cramps because, remember, we have to do that this weekend against Ole Miss because their offense is so good, and if we're in the fourth quarter, you know, like, it'd have to be so specific, and then that exact scenario would have to play out, and they'd have to have a check to the acting coach. Then maybe you could enforce something, but otherwise, you're right. How can you prove someone is faking that? How about Lance Bass from NSYNC? That's a good See, that's right. That's exactly what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Now I'm trying to think of... I've limited myself to fish. And by the way, it's South End United are the shrimpers. So that's a whole soccer team dedicated to, you know, the sea. We're just going to have have dead air here. Are we going to go with like... uh, If you're like fishmen? Is that that something? No, no. Gotta gotta be fish. Gotta be, yeah. Gotta be fish. I got somebody tweeted me Tony Pike, former Cincinnati quarterback. Uh, how about uh, longtime Angel player Tim Salmon? Oh yeah. How did we forget about him? Well, yeah, I tell that's you, bad. that's bad. Our brains will eventually get there, just a little I slow. <laughs> I don't know that they ever will. All right, are we done with this story? The faking injuries? Yeah, I guess. Whatever. All right, don't do that. Uh, Dennis Dodd put together a list of candidates from Michigan if Harbaugh were to leave. By the way, the latest on Harbaugh is that he's scheduled to interview with the Vikings tomorrow. Look, I know that signing day isn't what it once was, but this is a thing. No, that Jim Harbaugh is getting on a plane. He will be elsewhere in Minnesota on National Letter of Intent signing day, and there are reports that he told his coaching staff to take the week off and do what's best for you. This guy's gone, right? I mean, he's well, always gone. No, if he's not gone, then how how is there not a massive amount of meetings, everything? Like, is that where you are, Michigan? That if if, let's say he wasn't leaving which I assume everyone there must have just made peace with and said, yeah, he's gone. We know that. We're just waiting to find out who's going to be the new coach. But if he ends up staying, then how can that be the expectation that you get one good year where you make the playoffs and you actually look like a football program for five seconds, and then he's like, oh, yeah, guys, I'm going to dilly-dally with a bunch of NFL teams for a month. We're going to screw up signing day. And then, you know, if I come back, when I come back, we'll just pick up the pieces and go at it next year. Like, I don't understand how that could be acceptable. Here's what Dennis Dodd has to say about candidates. Uh, he's got Matt Rule on here, who, of course, is the current head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I'm surprised he still has the job. Maybe he is, too. Uh, Josh Gaddis, who is Michigan's offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien, we've heard his name for everything. College jobs, pro jobs. Matt Campbell from Iowa State is on this list. P.J. Fleck and the Flecktones from Minnesota is on this list. And Mike Hart, who is the Michigan running back coach. Do it. Hire him. I'd I'd love him to do it. Come on, Michigan. Hire Mike Hart. Look, I know that Mike Hart is, is a guy. He's Michigan's guy and stuck around the program forever to lose to Ohio State as many times as he possibly could. You cannot have Mike Hart coaching the Michigan Wolverines right now. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I would He's love your to see running it. backs coach. I'd love to see it. But 
Yeah, I, I think seriously, they, they will probably end up with someone like, well, a Matt, either Matt Rule or Matt Campbell. Seems like those would make the most sense, right? If, if you're going to get Matt Rule from the standpoint of, I don't, I'm with you. I don't know why he's still in the NFL. Maybe the Panthers. I, again, that doesn't make any sense. The Panthers just waiting for a, for Michigan to maybe hire him. Like, I don't understand that. That, that makes no sense, but yeah, because gonna, then if he leaves, now they got to go find a you're coach. scrambling. Yeah, that's, that's you've got you've got coaches that already hired for you, four yeah. or five teams, and now all the other teams are two, three interviews into their main candidates. It isn't it weird. To th- I mean, maybe Michigan would want nothing to do with him. I have no idea. But isn't it weird to think of like an NFL team sitting around going, "Oh, I hope our coach doesn't decide to bolt for college," and then what will that do? I know that's happened before, but. That would be such a weird thing that another NFL team makes a hire and then a college hires your guy and now you've got to go now you're in that pool suddenly of interviewing candidates that have already been passed over by everybody else. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meisters Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has finally cleared from I-70 eastbound after Mound Street. All lanes have reopened in that area. And watch out for slow traffic on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build. Starting at Ford is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. New year, new career. Rumpke Waste and Recycling is now hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers age 19 and up. Family owned and operated, Rumpke offers tuition reimbursement, home nightly routes, and a recession-resistant career. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no. This is Man and Bone. I am so upset with myself as we're I don't know how we even started doing this. Coming up with people that have like fish names or aquatic names. Well, it's because you thought the rapper Wale was, was whale. pronounced whale. Okay. Yeah. So this here's some that I... First of all, how did we forget Sterling Marlin? Oh, God. Come on. Oh, God. How did we forget you Sterling I Marlin? Was, I was sitting there in my head as we were talking saying, there's got to be someone from NASCAR that I'm forgetting because that's my domain, right? And Teddy, too. But I thought I, I've got to bring something from NASCAR. And the best I could do was there's a promoter for the Charlotte Motor Speedway whose name is Humpy Wheeler. And I thought, well, that's not really like humpback whale. No, Humpy, no. That doesn't work. And I didn't bring it up, right? And then... Sterling Marlin just sitting right there. Sitting for right me. there. I've got some water ones. How about Billy Ocean and Frank Ocean? Sure. I have those. How about Ricky Lake? Yeah. Yeah. Art Do- Shell. Doc Rivers, you could put in. Doc doing, Rivers, good one. Water. Yeah. River Phoenix, dead. River Phoenix, yeah. It's good. All right. This is all day. Uh, all well, that's fine. We'll keep day. it going. We'll keep it going. All right, inside the NFL. Let's do it. 
Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. Well, well man, more, more hiring and firing news. Mike McDonald, or Mike McDonald? No, no, no. I got we gotta we gotta stop having all the boy geniuses have the same name. Mike McDaniel, who would be the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, he is set to meet with the Dolphins again this week. He's already met with them once. He had an interview last month, so they're bringing him back, it looks like. So that is a positive sign for him to possibly get the Dolphins job, or it could just mean nothing. Meanwhile, in the way of firings, Maurice Drayton is out as Packers special teams coordinator. You might remember they had uh, quite a day on the in the in the playoffs against the 49ers in the divisional round where Mason Crosby had a field goal blocked. They had a kickoff return to midfield to start the second half. That didn't exactly help out. Uh, then they had, of course, the blocked punt that was returned for the only touchdown the Niners scored in their 13 to 10 win. Anyway, Drayton was in his first year as coordinator in Green Bay, but. Uh, he is now gone. He spent three seasons as an assistant special teams coach and was the special teams coordinator for the Colts for two seasons before heading over to the Packers. So, yeah, he's out of a job there. Uh, this is not surprise news, but also not minor news. The Denver, the, them too, the Denver Broncos officially on the block. The Pat Boland Trust announced on Tuesday the team will be sold. So, you're looking to buy and you want a gently used NFL franchise with a lot of upside, you might get your billions and billions of dollars together. They're saying this will, of course, be a record sale whenever it occurs, whoever it is occurring with. Jeff Bezos, is this his time where he drops it? He has denied that, but... Again, I mean, he could buy the whole league if he wanted to. He, he's denied it until he's... Never mind, I decided today I want to, because, yeah, I think it'd be fun. I don't know. Uh, Kyle Shanahan talked quite a bit about the 49ers in this segment. I guess we'll just keep doing it. Shanahan said about Jimmy Garoppolo's future, if we knew what it was, we would have told him. Uh, So apparently, John Lynch said, the GM for the Niners, that he met with Jimmy Garoppolo since the season has ended and expressed admiration for the quarterback's play and toughness all season long. Said they're communicating with him in a straightforward manner. But then Kyle Shanahan said, if we knew exactly what was happening, we would have told him. So it sounds like they're trying to at least tell themselves that they don't know what the future holds, which I find really hard to believe, given you moved a ton of draft capital to go up to third and get Trey Lance. So why would you just stick another year with Jimmy Garoppolo when you already kind of know what he is? doesn't make any sense to me, but maybe that's just what they're saying for now while they talk to the media. Before you move on, Saved by the Bell character, Lisa Turtle. Oh, gosh. Yes, of course. I'm just tossing these out now without any context I assume, whatsoever. I assume all of the, if we're going fictional, like all of the SpongeBob SquarePants cartoon characters well, that, are off that's, limits. That's fine. Because they're in the ocean, yes, right? That's, I mean, that's, no, we can't know. do that. Okay, that's fine. Um, well, let's see. Where do I want to go next? Do you want to talk about hand size or, oh, I can, do. or cannabinoids? No. Which one's? Okay, hand size. Hand size. All right. Kenny Pickett, the saga continues. Yesterday at the Senior Bowl, it was announced he would not get his hand size measured at the Senior Bowl. And so some people said, oh, no, what does that mean? Then he said, well, hey, I'm double-jointed in my thumb. I know it's going to lead to a different hand measurement than what I want, so I'm going to wait until I get to the NFL scouting combine where he claims that he'll be doing a bunch of exercises to help 
loosen up his hand to get the right measurement that he thinks he should get. But it's kind of a moot point, according to Kenny Pickett anyway, because he said, if you have a question about whether or not I can grip a football, I played my college football in Pittsburgh. So I know how to throw a football in cold, wet weather if you're worried about how big my hands are. So, like, I'm waiting for this measurement to come back at, like, seven in, seven inches or something. Like, I don't know what we're expecting here. Like, they're, they're making this out like it could be the worst measurement of all time. And it's probably going to just be like a normal hand size measurement for a guy who plays quarterback in the NFL. Like, I don't know why we're getting all worked up about Speaking it. Speaking of hands, I remember Jerry Krause, now dead former Bulls GM who was featured in Last Dance, stuff like that. They were rebuilding that team after Michael Jordan left. And they drafted Elton Brand with the number one pick in the draft. Jerry Krause at the press conference to introduce Elton Brand went out of his way to talk about how Elton Brand's mom had the biggest hands he's ever seen on a human. <laughs> and somehow he used that to draft Elton Brand. I mean, I guess what he's saying is that Elton Brand then had yes, big Elton hands. Yes, Elton Brand had it, big hands, but then he wanted to point out how big his mom's well, hands were. Does it, does it? I mean, that would be something if Elton Brand were a two-year-old and you were trying to project, but... He's a grown-ass man. You could see Elton Brand standing there and say, his hands are gigantic. No, and his he mother's could, hands, huge. Huge mom's are, hands. Are you afraid that his hands were going to like suddenly shrivel back up into their normal size? That these were just like overly inflated yes. hands? Yes, so he wanted to tell you like, no, that no. genetically speaking... <laughs> He's got huge hands. His hands are guaranteed to stay this size? Like, <laughs> right. I don't understand what the point of that is. He didn't just have an allergic reaction. I don't know why Jerry Krause <laughs> sounds like Nixon when I do the voice. It does a little bit, though. You're right. right. Are you done? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Please send in more aquatic names. It's taken over my life at this point. At Man and Bone 971. I'd like to say your chance to win fabulous prizes, but we're no, not going to no, give you anything. On. No. Uh, Ryan Day and his new coaches met with the media yesterday. You will hear from them. Plus, a nugget was dropped about a guy that some people thought was going to be a first-round pick. And now, not. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 71-315 west split. Please be cautious over here as they try to get things cleaned up and about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown. Strabic Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Elmi and Array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Attention. Please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. All right, a couple things. Number one, 
Former Dolphins coach Brian Flores is apparently suing the NFL for racial discrimination, which would be huge news sure. if, it were, if it's true. It looks like it is. I'm looking at the lawsuit right here. Axios has a copy of the lawsuit. And, uh, you know, he's apparently gone through the, the wormhole, rabbit hole, I don't know, with other NFL jobs where he's on interview two or three. I wonder if that changes things. For teams sure. looking to potentially hire him, but this could be a bombshell. Uh, and we can get back to that. But number two, again, we are stupid because we forgot about Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, you well, forgot about me. Hold on. You're right. I even said Doc Rivers and didn't yeah. think Phil Rivers. You're going to go to Doc before me. I got more kids than him. Yeah, and I'm Phil Doc's Rivers. Dad. <laughs> Phil Phil Rivers is a ver- veritable ocean of potential when it comes to uh, what he can produce as far as children. So right, yeah, that's jeez. Uh, All, right. All right, so Brian Flores can't believe we forgot that suing the NFL. Yeah, that's uh, it. Does say here that he's? Why does it say he's suing the NFL and the Giants? Or is that just it's everybody? Okay, because somebody, somebody posted that. Okay, all right, I'm seeing somebody posted it. There's like text messages apparently that were showing that, you know, because he was going to interview that for that Giants job, but they had already offered it to Brian Dayball or had made it made their decision. Oh, so he, interesting. Okay, yeah. so they said you can come interview, but we already know who we're going to hire. Well, basically, they didn't tell him that. They didn't though. Tell him yeah. That. Oh. Well, that is going to be a problem, is it not? I would think. I mean. Look, it's it's going to be really hard to prove that, I would guess, to say there was some... It's the same thing, right, that Colin Kaepernick went through, basically trying to say there was some conspiracy among the entire league to do this. But, you know, that's it, it's, it's certainly is curious when we've talked about for years, Mike, we looked at, like, you know, David Culley getting fired with the Texans, and I'm not saying David Culley did a great job there, but... Then you hear that Josh McCown is who they're looking at hiring potentially, or at least that they're interviewing him, and it yeah. it boggles your mind when Josh McCown has not even been an assistant at any level, and his only coaching experience is on the volunteer basis at a high school. Yes, I know he played in the league for a hundred years, but it's yeah, a little but that different. would be that it's would be un- unprecedented. It's pretty. It'd be pretty shocking. So uh, there, I, I mean, again, I I don't know if they're going to be able to prove this, but Brian Flores. Taking this lawsuit up, that is, that's going to be something we'll have to be following for quite a while, I would think. Okay. So I'm sure we'll see more on that. Uh, Ryan Day met with the media yesterday, and his new coaches meeting with the media yesterday, officially introducing Jim Knowles, the new defensive coordinator. Here's Ryan Day speaking on the vetting process for Jim Knowles. There was a lot of conversation. I think he probably would say to you, you know, by the end I asked to do a couple more FaceTimes and a couple more Zooms, and he probably was wondering, what, what else does he want to see? But I did. I, I wanted to do that because I knew how important this Thank hire you. was. Uh, at the end of the day, I was I was really looking for a head coach of the defense, and certainly his background and all the people that have worked for him and with him have said such unbelievable things. And you watch the film of the way his team plays. They play hard. Uh, they have a system. They have answers. And they've done a great job developing. And so when you combine all of those things and all the people that have worked with him and for him, then to, to me, by the end, when you started going through all the candidates, it seemed like the best fit. He also, uh, you know, went out of his way to thank Gene Smith for allowing him to go out there and get the best. Yeah, that's that's the right thing to do. As it should be. I mean, you've got to go out and get the best talent you can. No, I, I know that. But, you know, in, in years past, we've we've had situations here where 
They just didn't want to pay for assistant coaches the way that you had to yeah, keep well, up with the Joneses. The model that he's talking about where he says we have basically, and I don't know if you're going to play this quote or not, but where he said we basically have a head coach of the defense, head coach of the offense, and a head coach of recruiting, that that I, I know they have, we joke about all the titles they give these guys, but that that makes a little more sense, right? When you think that Jim Knowles does strike me more as a guy that could be a head coach of a of a team potentially. Now it doesn't look like that's something he's ever really sought or really tried to go after, but he definitely strikes me from afar as someone who could lead an entire organization. So leading the defense in that way, that makes a little bit more sense, right? So and maybe that's why Ryan Day does kind of talk about these guys as associate head coach of this and assistant head coach of that is because he's trying to get someone to say, yeah, I'm going to basically be the head coach of this unit. Here is Ryan Day talking about how it was difficult to uh, tell people to go away because of relationships he had with them. I say it all the time. I have a great job, but it's a hard job, and that's one of the hardest parts about it is, is going through and trying to make those difficult decisions. But at the end of the day, this is more than that. It's about Ohio State football and... There's a lot of people that are counting on this to be right. So you got to do the best you can. You, know, you ask a lot of questions. Uh, you make sure you're making the right decision. But at the end of the day, you got to trust your gut and you move forward. And, you know, um, I've had to do that. Not something I, I look forward to, but, you know, it's something again that'll, that'll happen just the way it goes. And so um, it's certainly not the goal, but um, we have to be able to adapt and, and move on as things happen. For those of you wondering, yes, we are adding the bullwhip in on our end. <laughs> I feel like it's necessary. Right. Well, that's what that's what most of his press conferences have been for. So that's many what I years. mean. Hearing Ryan Day without the bullwhip actually makes me very uncomfortable. Uh, one other tidbit that Ryan Day dropped on us yesterday is Seven Banks will be moving on from the program. One year ago, draft speculators had him as a first round pick in the upcoming draft, and you and I at the time said, based on what, you know. But a lot of people looked at his measurables and said, well, you know, Ohio State, they, he'll be there in that secondary, and guy from Ohio State always seems to get there in the first round, and they projected him to be that guy. We thought we'd have to see a lot from him this year, and we didn't, and now he's moving on. Can I say that I'm a little disappointed in the local media that goes to these things, that no one, like, proffered a follow-up question of, like, well, what happened? You know, like, why is he moving on? You even if Ryan Day doesn't want to answer the question. Yeah, I mean, I, I was because I, I, you know, in all the write-ups and maybe and and I wasn't in the room. I didn't hear the whole. You know, I didn't listen through the whole audio of the entire presser. If that was asked and I'm wrong, then please correct me. But from everything I saw, it was just he, they said he's moving on and that he's going to, you know, be you know talking with he's going to be you know talking with his mom. Uh, and him. So unless this, I mean, unless this is the idea that he's going to the draft, but I don't know based on what, right? I mean, when you're saying moving on, are they talking about him going to the draft or transferring doesn't sound, out? Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like he's transferring out. Okay. Sounds like I mean, he's transferring out or there was a situation where he was told to go away. Well, right. That's, I guess what I'm saying is just some clarification of, so are we, I don't know. I feel like sometimes the local media here just assumes like everyone is on a Buckeye message board and already knows this stuff. But there, there are people who don't like always just read every little tidbit of, you know, whatever little rumor that's out there. If this is, he's just thinking he can go to the NFL and play. 
All right. I mean, he does have measurables. He has a lot of talent. People thought he could be pretty good, but we didn't see much of any of it this year. So I don't know what his draft stock is right now, but I can't assume it's very high. So if he's moving on for that reason, God bless him. Good luck with that. I hope you make money and find a way to catch on with an NFL team. But if he's moving on because he was told to leave or there's not going to be a spot for you, I just feels like there'd be a little more clarity there that would be good to have. Here is Jim Knowles. He is talking about the expectations at Ohio State. I talk about when, what's important now, or what have you done for me lately. You're right. There is a lot of pressure. I mean, that's not that's not lost on me. This is not an entry level position. You know, to uh, those that a lot has been given, a lot is expected. And I went into Oklahoma State really believing that that we'd be able to compete for a national championship. And Oklahoma State, we were what two feet short this year, right? So, so, but it took four years. It's not lost on me that I don't have four years here. I don't have four years here. You know, this is this program is ready to uh, win every single game right now. Now, Teddy, does Jim Knowles get the bowl with? <laughs> I mean, Ryan Day does, but Jim Knowles has just gotten it's here. Just hap- it's just happening in the background. What yeah. are you supposed to do? Can't control it sometimes. All right, yeah. okay. <laughs> I will say, too, Jim Knowles has big, like, he has the energy of someone in a movie who's telling you something as a government official they're not supposed to be telling you. You know what I mean? Like, he sounds a little bit like a guy who's like, hey, just want you to know, the post office is going to shut down for three days, but no one's announced it yet. Just keep that off the pages, okay? Don't tell anybody. He's got a little bit of that going on. Jim Knowles, he looks like a defensive coordinator. He sounds like a defensive coordinator. I take one look at that guy. I know everything about him. Now, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe he gets in his car and he's listening to cello suites on the way home to just sort of decompress from the day. I don't think so. That guy's got George Strait on in his car. He is totally transparent. Well, number one, he's not driving a car. Well, he's driving right. a he's truck. Dr- Brian Dayball, that type yeah, of truck. That's, he's driving is a what giant, Jim Knowles has. Yes, a, dry, a giant knobby tired truck is what I picture. Uh, here is Jim Knowles talking about how his system will confuse opponents. We want to be able to create indecision for the offense and, and particularly for the offensive coordinator. I think in college, um, offense coordinators even have more a hand on things that happen than in the NFL. We want to be able to create multiple defenses out of simple looks to be creative in a way that the players can understand, right? So you want to have a lot of number one in sacks last year. You know, we've been consistently one, two, and third down. You know, those are all big deals for us. Because Why? Because it gets the ball back to the offense. So two to three simple pictures, when you look at it, the offense quarter looks at it, he can't tell what's going to happen from that from that same picture. That was one of the most frustrating things watching this Buckeye defense this year. There were moments where fundamentally they got better, where things would improve slightly, but the scheme was still very very basic. They would show that that Oregon game especially, where I forget who was doing the game. Was it Clatt? Was it Joel Clatt doing so, the game? Yeah, on for Fox, where he kept pointing out. That Ohio State was lining up with the same look every single time, not confusing the offense, making it easy for Oregon. At least with this press conference yesterday, Jim Knowles says, that's the opposite of what I want to do. Yeah, well, and that's that's encouraging, right? Because I think there is something to keeping things simple to make sure that your best players can go out there and just be 
great football players, right? Not have to overthink things. But these offenses are getting so complex now. If you don't disguise your looks, if you don't do you know very complex things defensively, even in college, you're going to get toasted. So it's it's good to hear him not say like, no, we're not just going to go out there and make it simple and kind of keep it straightforward. He, he acknowledges it's got to be a much more difficult system for teams to read. Maybe Brian Hartline can try and steal a recruit. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound at the 71-315 West Split. It is causing backups in that area as things continue to clear. And more slowdowns expected on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. About a five-minute delay. Starting report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on fresh Atlantic salmon fillets, just $6.99 a pound. Now through February 1st. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm the NRA with Flan Traffic. This common man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. And I want to talk about low T today. Low testosterone. They have an expert staff to help with low T. There are many side effects of low T. Low energy, sleep is off, libido is down, depression. If you suffer from these things, you should get checked for low T. And if you're like most men, testosterone will increase your energy, better sleep patterns, better gains in workouts, increase libido, rock hard nipples, man nipples. Yes. That's what I'm here for. Cuts right through the fabric on your shirt. Call them today, 614-300-7400, or visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. Mike, this stuff with uh, the Dolphins, Stephen Ross, Bill Belichick, all of this related to the Brian Flores lawsuit. Yeah. Are you seeing all of this stuff? I'm, I'm it's... trying to read it as well, quickly as I possibly can. Let, let me give you a couple of pretty major allegations from this lawsuit. So if you're that, just joining us, by the way, former yeah, yeah. Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, he is in the running for other jobs this offseason. He is suing the NFL for racial discrimination. All right, go ahead. And, and there's a reason why he is specifically suing the Giants is because he believes their hiring process was predetermined and did not you know, follow the Rooney rule, among other things, right? So here's a text stream that he included in this filing. It's pictures from his phone. So he gets a text that says, sounds like you've landed, congrats. And this is from Bill Belichick. And so then Brian Flores responds and says, did you hear something I didn't hear? And he says, Belichick responding, Giants? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Then Brian Flores responds, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. And then... Belichick's response, got it. I hear from Buffalo and NYG, New York Giants, that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. And then he said, did Brian Flores, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. Then he circles back and says, coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dayball? Just making sure. 
And then Bill Belichick says, sorry, I effed this up. I double-checked, and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dayball. I'm sorry about that, BB. So he sent the like he sent a congratulatory text message to Brian Flores saying, congrats on the job. Bill's told me, Giants people tell me, you're getting the job. Congrats. And he goes, thanks, man. Wait a second. You know I'm not the former guy that worked for you named Brian that works. I'm not Brian Dayball. I'm Brian Flores. And literally Bill Belichick just screwed up who he was talking to. Yeah. And gave all this away when Brian Flores is still going for the interview. So that's one problem. The other one that's kind of big is um, Brian Flores claims that Stephen Ross offered $100,000 cash each time the team lost in 2019 so they could get a better draft pick. See, that's the... Uh, that's look, huge man, we, if we that's can, true. We can excuse away, if you wanted to, a lot of this stuff. All right? Bill Belichick's been in this league a long time. You know, he he hears things. All of these guys hear things. And maybe he just got carried away saying, hey, man, I'm hearing good things. And obviously he texted the wrong guy. Right? But yeah, that but can sort can of say, be excused the, the, away. The Giants can say, we didn't technically officially offer anything. Yeah, Bill Belichick I mean, just got that wrong. We we wanted Brian Dayball, but he still had to come in here and interview. We thought he'd be the right guy for the job. But, you know, ultimately we went through the process like we were supposed to. You can excuse that away. All right? Maybe it's a bad look, but you can excuse it away. If there is a real paper trail of an NFL owner paying cash money for his own team to lose, that's like Bounty Gate level stuff, is it not? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's. I mean, you can, look, I, you and I have talked about how it doesn't make sense if you're going to be 500 course, or just that, under. That, we're, we're two dopes having this yeah. conversation. You, you can't go to your coach and say, I'm going to pay you 100 grand to no, lose every game. No, you can't do that. That's that's throwing the game. I mean, that is there's you want all this gambling money. You want all this. You know, you're in bed with every gambling house from here to Atlantic City and Las Vegas. And then you're going to have an owner of a team, not just someone who works there, an owner of a team say, I am openly paying you to lose these games, make better decisions and lose these games. No, 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 no. That's. No, man, you no, can't have no, that. No, no, no. You cannot have that. And that that is the type of thing that could get you to lose your NFL franchise if it can be proven. And I don't know that it can be, but that is a bombshell claim from Brian Flores. The Bill Belichick stuff, while yes, if the Giants did make that if that's all true too, that's also horrible, right? If the Giants are saying, We've already decided who we're gonna hire, but let's bring in Brian Flores because we have to fill a quota. No. That's also completely disrespectful and out of bounds. I don't think, I mean, I don't know what happens to the Mara family, one of the institutions of the NFL, but yeah, I mean, if that's going on with them, it's going on with everybody. That's a big issue too. It's just harder to prove that one with Bill Belichick because Belichick being dumb on text messages, while that is interesting to me, it doesn't prove anything that right, the right. Giants did this. We'd have to see more, and maybe that is in this lawsuit, but Still, huge claims here from Brian Flores. Big bombshell-type stuff coming out today. Uh, perhaps Brian Hartline will do some work to try and flip a commit. DeAndre Moore Jr., who is the top wide receiver in the 2023 class. He is the number three overall prospect in that class. Obviously, five-star guy. He was committed to Oklahoma, but now he has decommitted. A lot of people think that he will go to USC and follow Lincoln Riley out there. Maybe he will. There are reports that Louisville 
is also in play for this guy, which seems odd. He's from California. I don't know why Louisville would be in play, but whatever. Let him live. But we know that Brian Hartline goes out and gets the best wide receiver talent in this country, even though Ohio State is not necessarily listed here as a team in play for his services. We're talking about the top guy in the 2023 class. I would assume that Brian Hartline's making a phone call. You you would think so, unless there's been something said, which is, you know, hey, he has zero interest and does not want to talk to anyone from there. I mean, I don't know if there's some, some backstory there, but... Yeah, I would tend to think that anyone who is a top five, top ten receiver in a class uh, going forward is going to be on Brian Hartline's not only his radar, but someone that Brian Hartline looks at and says, we could get that guy, you know? So it's just depending on, I'm guessing on some level it's fit. You know, what do they think of this player's skill set? Do they already have a bunch of guys who are similar that they've already God, There's always really room like. for the number one guy in the class, well, yeah, isn't there? I, w- I would think so, but I can understand, too, if an elite recruiter says, no, nah, I trust what we've looked at on film, and we offered number two and three, let's say, and maybe not number one, because you just feel like two and three are better fits, and they bring more to the table for what you're looking for. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I also know how stupid that sounds coming out of my mouth, but I would trust it. If Brian, if Brian Hartline said that, I would take his word for it and say, all right, man, I trust you because he's done really great things here at Ohio State. Speaking of uh, transfers, this guy's not a transfer, the recruit, but Caleb Williams, also from Oklahoma, entered the portal. Some rumblings, was it last week that maybe Wisconsin was in play for his uh, services? Yeah, and, that was a rumbling. Yeah, well, Badger fans got very excited for about five seconds. Well, he's going where we expected him to go. He is transferring to USC and apparently started classes today. Wow. Like, that's just done. He's well, just it's, there. It's and done. It's, now, it's all, it's all when good. I say started classes today, he probably opened up a laptop and started classes today. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Right. But right. he's uh, he's going following Lincoln Riley to USC. I do have this question with Lincoln Riley in general. Like, I know he's he's going to USC and he's going to bring guys that he feels like are the best players. But what what I mean, he's going to USC because they're paying him ridiculous money and he wants to go coach out there and probably you know build one of these epic level programs that can go possibly to a college football playoff every year because your schedule is going to be easier playing in the Pac-12 than playing in what will eventually be the SEC, right? When yes. the Oklahoma joins. But what is it specifically that he's like, oh, and I'm going to take all the best dudes off Oklahoma that I can get. Did did Oklahoma tick him off as he left? No, or, I think he just wants to put together the best team he possibly well, can at I USC. I get that, but you could almost understand it, right? If if they tried to do everything they could to keep him and he said, nah, it's just, look, you can't top what they're doing at USC right now as far as money. I'm going to go there. Business and is then, business. Yes, and then instantly you're like, oh, and I'm going to take your quarterback and some wide receivers and a few coaches that this I is like. Why, this is why you and I roll our eyes when these coaches want to tell us it's about more than wins and losses. No, it's oh, not. Oh, right. It is. There, if there were anything about loyalty, Lincoln Riley no. would be the guy you would think that would. This is the guy who wouldn't let guys talk to the media. He doesn't let young players talk to the media because the he Oklahoma wants to protect their air quotes. Not just made Lincoln Riley rich they made his generations of his family rich right yeah well bob stoops handpicked him to be the guy well right and so and so now lincoln riley goes away and there's and i'm not even saying it should be this way with this sense of loyalty that he owes it owes something to oklahoma but these coaches the first chance they get want to talk about loyalty and how it's about more than wins and losses they're full of crap 
We know what yeah, it's well, about. That's what I'm saying. Like I, Again, I don't blame Lincoln Riley if the game is just get all the recruits you can and win all these titles and that's it. But every once in a while, these guys, when it suits them, will throw that out there yes. about how they've got to keep that in front of everybody. And then, and then they don't do it themselves. Rapid Fire is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on I-70 eastbound after Wilson Road. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. You'll also find a crash on I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 7-1-3-15 last split. Traffic is slow here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers slowdown payments and flexible payment options. Stop the customer. Stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Elmi and Array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello? Game show coming up at 534. What's the game this week, Bonner? The game this week is going to be War of Words, where I give you a definition and two really odd-sounding words, and you have to tell me which one meets the definition. We have uh, QVC on in here. They have their food show. They're selling us food. And I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often because they're selling a, a big piece of chicken. And uh, they, they cut the chicken. They zoom in to show you how juicy and delicious this chicken is. And as they cut this piece of chicken, unfortunately, it was a big purple vein. <laughs> Just oh, no. staring at you from the chicken. Uh. Again, look, man. Meat's a gamble. Poultry's a gamble. Gamble. Sometimes they have these veins in there, but they went off that shot very quickly, and the veiny piece did not return. <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Somebody's probably going to get fired for that. Veiny uh, Vivalainen, or whatever his name is, he did return. Jackets goaltender. Veiny. Rapid fire. Let's do it. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, rapid fire number one. The Buckeye basketball team, they've played a lot of guys this season. Uh, Tell me what's your ideal starting lineup for this year's team. All right, here you go. You ready? Yes. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that EJ is going to be in my starting lineup. EJ, Zed, Malachi, Cedric Russell... And I went back and forth on my final spot, but I decided on Kyle Young as my fifth guy. Yeah, I think that's a that's a tough call for me too. I feel like I'd probably take Russell out of there and put Gene Brown in instead for right, me. I, I, I thought think, about that. Yeah, I think he's just got the length and a little bit more plug and play in a few different areas, and his outside shot is not terrible. I think it's not actually pretty bad. It's not bad at all. So. But otherwise, I agree with what you're saying. I'll take the rest of those four. Rapid fire number two. How many current quarterbacks would you take over Joe Burrow at the start of next season? What does that mean? Does that mean for one year? Or? Yeah, for the start of next season. Like, I want this guy for this season. Okay. Up, yeah. But it's not like I... Not for the whole like, year next plan, 10 years nothing or anything like, like that. Okay, yeah. one year. Unless you want to do it that way. then. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 
Pat Mahomes. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I would do Josh Allen over Joe Burrow. And no, I, don't think, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would do Matt Stafford either over Joe no. Burrow. It may just be those two, Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, for me, he's worked himself into top five for sure. Probably top three. Who am I missing? Are you putting somebody else there? I'm not putting Russell Wilson in there. That's no, this I'm is not, not like three or four years ago. Right, I'm not either. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not there. There's, there's Baker, of course. <laughs> yeah, there is Baker. You're correct. No, I think we're going. I think we're good with top three. All right. Rapid fire number three. The Bengals. They were the worst team in the NFL two years ago, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Give me a current terrible team that could make it to the Super Bowl in a couple years. Well, here's my question to you. Do we count, like, the Broncos and the Seahawks as being terrible? Or we just look at them and say, you know, they're seven-win teams or something, six or seven-win teams that... They're borderline. All right, if, if you're really sticking me with terrible, then I will, I will say the Jags, because I think that if Trevor Lawrence gets somebody in there that actually knows how to coach and coach to his skills that he still has the ability to be a difference-making quarterback. So that's my answer. Yeah, I don't think that's wrong. I think that, yeah, like I would consider the Broncos to not be a terrible team, but I do feel like there's a lot of potential there. I guess if I had to pick another team, possibly, I, I'll say, you know what, man? I'll say your Bears. Because I, I do think if someone, and maybe Eberflus can be the guy. Flus. If uh, Justin Fields can be, you know, like brought up to what I think he is, and I think given the chance to be what he is, which is extremely talented quarterback, then I think he can change your franchise and get you up to that level. Absolutely. Rapid fire number four. Okay, give me a current team that should go all in like the Rams did by trading multiple first-round picks and going Super Bowl or bust. All right, first of all, Rams were in the Super Bowl, all right? So they were super close. I'm only going to consider teams that I believe to be super close. Because you don't want to have... What is it going to be? Seven years that they're not going to have a first-round draft choice? A total of seven years, total yeah. total of seven years. So they w- they went all in financially, draft choice-wise. I'm going to say the San Francisco 49ers, the Green Bay Packers should be a team that just says, all right, Aaron Rodgers, whatever the hell you want, you come back, and we're going to surround you with the best weapons we can possibly get. And Bone... Your Cleveland Browns should be making the same deal with the devil. Oh, really? Yes. Now, they're not as close as those other teams I just mentioned, clearly, but they're talented. And if, you know, Russell Wilson is out there for you and he says, yes, I want to come to Cleveland and play for you, you should be giving up three first-round picks to get him. I'll tell you what, I, I'll i I'll add, one. yeah, of course, I'd love to he- see that, but I'll throw in, I think, I mean, I know they're not, this team is not that far away anyway, but I would say the Titans are at that level where it's like go go whatever else you have left to throw at it. And I mean, they were twelve and five. They yes had an injury to Derrick Henry that probably if he comes back full strength, who knows? Maybe maybe the Bengals still go win that game. But I, I'm just saying, like if I'm the Titans right now, I'm saying we are in this window. We are super close. Let's go one more time and try to make this happen. Rapid fire number five. Okay, I know you guys are both big fans of the decade of the 90s for music, but I want to know, what's your second favorite musical decade to listen to? If you couldn't listen to your favorite. Bone, you can go first. That's uh, tough. because Is it I'm current? Not, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not really big on the 80s or, you know what, I'll say, I'll say 
2000 to 2010, because that is when I was listening to a lot of like metal and emo and screamo and all that like screamo, like Warp Tour stuff, hey, right? Screamo. Like, yeah, you know what that is. I know what it is. Warp Tour stuff. That's yeah. That was that was big for like alternative press. That magazine. Yeah, I'll say the 2000 to 2010. That's where I'd go. I do have some stuff that I like from there, but Teddy, I think you know where where I'm going with this. I mean, a lot of hair stuff I like from the 80s, my friend. Lots. And that's Teddy's favorite decade. I know that. Right, Teddy? 90s are pretty good, too. You would take the 90s over the 80s? I'm very surprised. I may. I'd, uh, All right. Oh, I'd be tough. So I'm good with 80s or 90s. What's Leanna's answer? I'm just curious. Her favorite decade of music. Th- it might be the 80s, but I don't think it's going to be the hair metal band. No, I don't think Her favorite is the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but all that, but it's too cool for cool for school stuff is what she likes, right? Well, it's yeah. Well, can I say though, like it's ironic that you and Ted both like the '90s music a lot, and also like the '80s music because the '90s, a lot of the stuff that came out of that was a direct response to this and saying we're not that, we're that. Like Nirvana was a response to Bon Jovi and all those other bands that were hair metal over yes, the top, of, all of that course. stuff. Sure, it was. But I'm saying, Absolutely. so like, those bands no like each other, right? That was... Um, well, I don't know if they don't like each other. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there a big deal with, uh, like, I want to say Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love backstage and, like, Axl Rose walked by or something? Well, can I just, tell you like, something? Nobody likes Axl no, Rose. No, but that was... They, they were all kind of like, yeah, screw that vibe. We're not a part of that. We're not doing fireworks at our shows. We're, you know... We're here to play some grunge, you know, some grunge rock and yeah, get down no, and all right. that stuff. You're exactly right. But and I'm so, not but, them. I'm just the no, consumer. No, I know. You're right. I'm saying it's interesting how they created two things that are very different, but that a lot of people like both. I think that's very interesting. Axl Rose's own band hated Axl Rose. Well, yes, of course. Right. I, that's fair. Uh, one gambler had himself a hell of a Sunday. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on I-70 eastbound after Wilson Road. Traffic is backed up to 270 in this area. You'll also find delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 71-315 west split. Still working to get this accident clear. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game this week, Bone? Game this week is going to be War of Words, where I give you a definition and then two words. And you have to figure out which one is the right word for the definition. One gambler had himself a hell of a Sunday. So he did a two-leg parlay where he or she, I don't know, had to guess, correctly predict 
the final score of both the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game. So he, he, he or she did both of those things. Number one, correct score bets are like they're, they're inf- infinitely hard to hit just one of them, let alone to parlay both of them on the same day. That's- Had both of them on the same day, it was a $20 bet, but it wasn't even $20 of real money. It was a like a bonus credit that this person used and wound up winning $579,000. Oh, gosh. On a $20 bonus credit. Oh, Lord. What a day. How wonderful that would feel, right? If you just said, I got this extra money for nothing, I'm going to throw it on a random flyer of two picks. I'll just pick two numbers out of my Mm you-know-where, and then, oh, I just made a half a million dollars out of nothing. Major League Baseball and the Players Association met today for 90 whole minutes. Apparently, things got heated. 90 minutes? 90 minutes. Half a Marvel movie. Half of Avengers Endgame. It's all they could do. You've got an entire baseball season hanging in the balance. The start of spring training happening on time or not. All this stuff. Pitchers and catchers report. They're supposed to report February 14th. So you're two weeks away from this. And they spent... 90 minutes. <laughs> 90 whole minutes. Now, apparently, there like was not even things two, got heated. Not even two Ozark episodes is what they were willing to give this to sort this out. No. Okay. I've, I said this before. You know, we've been talking about this for two years. That I knew it was coming. To me, we are looking at a prolonged work stoppage. I will be so surprised if we're not. But I think, without a doubt now, we're looking at a delay. Yeah, to, the, to spring training, at least. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they can shorten spring training and still get the season started on time, but that seems less and less hopeful, right? I would assume if the players, I mean, part of their stance is going to be that they want to get these games in, but also that they don't want to go out and injure themselves. So I don't think they're going to be all for shortening spring training, do you? No. Okay, so... That both sides will point at each other and say, well, this is happening because of you. And that will of course. deepen the divide, probably not, unless cooler heads prevail and they can all get their, you know, if cooler heads get prevail, their feelings out of the way and they, get this done. Even if things got hot today, they would have sat there for the entire day. Well, that's and, what, and tried I, to work that's what on I can't something. understand. You don't, you, you took off all of like, I don't know, like basically the month of December, right? Oh, yeah. They, okay. were, they were gone for over a month. They, ha- they didn't have one discussion. Right, so you did that for a month, and now you're going to say, after 90 minutes, this got too heated. i got to get out of here. It doesn't sound like they want to get this deal done, either side. No, I'm sure they do. They just don't know how to go about doing it, which aggravates me. Yeah, but if, you know what I mean, like, if you really want to get something done, you don't leave work. I know, you're right. if, If you're just there to cash your paycheck, then yeah, all these lawyers are in there, they're doing their thing, but if you're trying to get this done, you you stay as long as it takes to get this figured out. Uh, Shohei Otani will be featured on the cover of MLB The Show. He is the first Asian athlete to be featured on any video game cover, the four major sports, since they've been doing that. So congratulations to him. Yeah, very cool. I mean, I know, like, I I don't know where you are on him now. I mean, I I have felt like what we saw this past year was one of the most amazing seasons we've ever seen in baseball. Are you are you at that point or no? I I I like him. I think what he's able to do, he's he's so talented. I admire his skill set. 
I, I, I know it's not what you want to hear and what other people want to hear. I still contend the Angels would be better off, you know, actually winning baseball games. Well, right, if but they I, allowed yeah. him to focus on one of these things. Th- those are two different discussions, though, and that's that's I guess where I come back to it is I'm not an Angels fan, so I don't care. But they should. Well, but that's and, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is I just they're they're talking extension with him, and all they're going at least they should be talking extension with him. And the reason why is because they think Shohei Otani can help them win baseball games. Sure. Well, all right. Let's let's look at it a different way. Like look at in the NFL, right? Um, if a team were to let's say have a great running back, and they give him the ball more often than like Derrick Henry. Right, mm-hmm. they give him the ball all the time. That is what their identity is. That is what they do. Is that ultimately like beneficial to them long term? I don't know because you're going to wear him down, and you may not get the most out of him over that time, and he may not be the best version of himself. But watching him do some of the things he has done over the years with all those carries, that is phenomenal for me as a fan to watch. I just don't know if it's the best way to win a championship. Uh, a, a guy who is allowed to shoot or, or like Russell Westbrook back in the day, you know, playing with Oklahoma City where he had a triple double every night, but he was like the only guy on their offense for a while. Like that also is not the best way to win a championship, but they let him do it because that's kind of what they had. I guess that's where I look at more. Not that the Angels only have Shohei Otani. They obviously have this guy named Mike Trout, but their issues seem to run a little bit deeper than that. Don't they like it's not just those two guys. They need to fix that entire roster, and they just haven't done a good job. They've thrown a lot of money at well, it. That's, that's, yes, that's the issue, is that they don't have any limitations. They don't have any budget limitations. Yeah, I know, but right? they've, they've screwed it up so many times. Meanwhile, like we're watching Shohei Otani do something amazing that, yeah, probably isn't in the best interest of the team winning a championship, but to me that doesn't diminish how great what he's doing is, I guess. Yes, it was a, it was a phenomenal season. I, I'm curious to see if he can do it again. You know, but it was it was a great season. Yeah, I, I don't take anything away from him. It was great, yeah. truly amazing. But if the Angels, I think, are serious about winning something, they have to figure out what they want him to be. I mean, right now he's sort of calling the shots, right? He's doing what he wants to do. Yeah, and that's the hard part for them because isn't that how they got him in the first place? That's right. I mean, they said we will let you do that. We will let you decide what you want to do, and so they get they have to take the good and the bad with that. Right, that's that's great until it no longer works. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. You know, we've just seen this for one year. Him put it all together for one year. So we'll see if he can do it again. Yeah. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash on I-70 eastbound after Wilson Road. Still working to get this one clear. And an accident on I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 71-315 west split. Traffic is slow here as well as it blocks the left side. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Please go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device. Free of charge. Do it now. Teddy is dropping little nuggets in the podcast feed. Little flashback episodes. What was the last one you put up there? Teddy? Uh, Sunday, we put up a uh, clowny. Oh, clowny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should listen back to that one. Not Jadavion clowny. It's not. No, not there him. was a lunch monitor that I had when I was a kid. We called her clowny. We were very mean to her. I think about her often. That's my penance. I should think about her often. And what a terrible kid I was. And I hope I'm not raising another terrible kid. That's my penance. Yeah, that's all right. You gotta you gotta try to do your best to make it better, right? Yes. Make, we make, should punish ourselves. More people should punish themselves. Well, I don't know about punish yourself. I yes. Mean, no. I, well, you know what it is. You're you're seeing all the people who are not self aware, right? And the people who are not self aware make life miserable for the rest of us because they go around going like, "Oh, what's that? I stuck my car in the middle of the aisle and then walked away to go three aisles over to get pork chops and forgot about it." Well, who cares? No regrets. Yeah. But then there's those of us like you and me and lots of other people who go, oh, this grocery store, I don't want to be in the way. Oh, I, I, oh I'm so sorry. Ah, crap. I banged my card into the, ah, I wasn't looking. Ah, where's the this or that? And like, I'm always in my head thinking about how I'm screwing up and messing up and regretting things I just did. As you should. That makes you a decent human being. Right. But there does come a moment where that becomes unhealthy. So like finding the balance oh, is trust what we're me, looking man. for. I am unhealthy on every level. Come on. That's, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I need sometimes, a butterfly net. Sometimes we're a little too unhealthy on the, like, not able to look back and, you know, say, all right, well, some of that was okay. Not having all regrets and not having no regrets. Those are probably somewhere in the middle. All right, me being mean to Clowny, not okay. That's right. Not that's okay. Fair, and right. I, I will that's say right. to anybody out there, what self-respecting person doesn't hate themselves? Think about yeah. that one later. You're right. Rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Tom Brady said last night on his uh, Jim Gray show that he does that he's still going through the process and wasn't ready to announce anything. And then today came out and announced his retirement. Tom Brady made it official. 22 years, 22 seasons in the National Football League. He is the greatest of all time. He holds every single record known to man. He goes out still being awesome at the age of 44. Is he 44 or 45? It doesn't matter at this point. Right. But led the league in pretty much every statistical category at his advanced age this past season. Maybe wins another MVP when it's all said and done. Could be the MVP of the league this year. You know, we can look to deflate gate and, you know, other stuff. But to me... There's no question that he is the greatest quarterback that I have ever seen and likely that we will ever see. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, yeah, if you needed anything else other than his time in New England, right, to solidify he's the greatest of all time, I, I could understand that if if it was because of the cheating, you know, and the the <laughs> plenty of evidence that the Patriots got advantages in various ways that other teams probably did not. They found ways to get it done. So I guess give them credit for finding a way to fly under the radar with some of that stuff for quite a while. But he then changed everything out. Yes, I know Gronk joined him in a couple other pieces, but for the most part went to an entirely different situation, entirely different league, entirely different coaching staff, everything, and then went and had the same result. That tells me all I need to know about how great he is. And yeah, he's he's never going to be my guy. He's not someone I found myself rooting for a lot. No, but he was fun to root against, though. Yeah, he was. And that is something that, love him or hate him, whatever you thought of him, you will no longer have him to root for or root against. Let me so ask you. That makes the NFL just a little bit different next year. How would you rather go out with, you know, Peyton Manning went out. He's also one of the greatest of all time. He went out a Super Bowl winner. Won the Super Bowl. That was it for him. But there was a lot of trial and tribulation that last season. He was benched. He wasn't very good. He sort of, you know, was the guy who was asked not to mess it up because that defense was so good. Now, he did go out a winner, and ultimately everybody does. But Tom Brady went out still being awesome. Didn't win the Super Bowl, but he was awesome. What's the better exit for you? Um, Just the better exit? Yeah. I'd say, I'd say being... It's hard to beat hoisting up a Super Bowl trophy as your last moment on the field, right? I mean, probably Peyton Manning's exit's a little bit better, but if we're talking about like what I would personally want to do, I think I'd still rather be better at my craft, you know? I I wouldn't like there's no denying Tom Brady at his last game was much better at a quarterback level than Tom Brady or uh, than Tom Brady. Peyton, Peyton Manning, Manning was, yeah. right? So as much as that storybook ending is nicer, when you know the backstory on it and realize it wasn't quite the way that Hollywood would have you probably remember it to be, I think I would go with being the better quarterback at the end of my time and all the other accolades he had. If he'd never won a Super Bowl, then that'd be a different story. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had plenty of them. Jackets lost to the Panthers last night, 8-4. to four. They head into the All-Star break now, fifth in the division. I had to chuckle when I saw the uh, the fan poll today. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. Just over halfway through the NHL season, do you think the Blue Jackets will make the playoffs? Yes, no, or I'm sniffing too much glue, whoever wrote this question. <laughs> uh, no, look, you're out of your mind if you think this is a playoff team. And I understand that not every single game is against the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers are a very good hockey team, but... You know, don't give me a, a couple victories against the Montreal Canadiens and the Rangers to make you say, yes, I believe in this team again. This team is the team that we've seen over the last two months. This is what they are. Now, as bad as they were last night, I'll give them credit for this. They didn't give up. And I know you're saying, well, they're professionals. They should never give up. But they have. We've seen it. We've seen them in situations like this, pack it in and call it a day. They got their asses kicked. They're not very good, but at least they didn't give up last night. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. It ultimately you are you are pretty far out of the very last spot in the playoffs. I mean, 
There's no Quite, way. There's no, no, no way. No, this is not. And, and I don't say that because things can't happen and teams can't buckle down. They have a saying both in the NBA and the NHL. Once you get through the all-star game, all right, now the real season begins, right? I, I know that there's a lot of hockey left to be played here, but this Jackets team has not shown me over the course of the first part of this season that they've got what it takes to make the playoffs. They do, they're do. they not consistent enough. Uh, yes, they have good goaltending. I'll give them that. That's that's the only part of this team I could say is a bona fide playoff level position. Would you agree with that? Goaltending, if you had everything yeah. else, the goaltending's there. I mean, unfortunately, the uh, defense in front of the goaltending sucks. That's what I'm saying. The defense is not nearly consistent enough. The scoring for that defense is not nearly consistent enough because if you're going to give up that many goals, then, yeah, you've got to put the puck in the net more. And they're starting to do that, but I just don't see it. No, I, I didn't believe they were a playoff team this year, and even after the hot start, that was a nice little optimistic streak there, but we saw what this team really was, I think, over the last couple months, and that's who I believe them to be, at, at least for the rest of this year. All-star festivities start in Vegas on Friday. Jim Harbaugh is interviewing with the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow. In person. Now, I know that this isn't the thing that it used to be because we have early signing period, but n- tomorrow is National Letter of Intent Signing Day, and Jim yeah. Harbaugh is going to be in another city interviewing for an NFL job. If that is not proof that he's out of there, I don't know what is. Well, proof that he is much more focused on being an NFL coach right now than he is being coach at Michigan, right? I mean, well, that's... Yeah, and if you believe so, reports, he told his staff to take the week and do what's best for you. I know, and like you said, the early signing period has become the de facto signing day now, right? But yeah, there's still business to be done. There's still guys to bring in, and I don't think it's wrong for most coaches to still look at National Signing Day and say, yeah, we we plan to have a few more guys make their decisions around this time, but maybe his argument is, I've already done all that, and we knew going in we didn't want to have to worry about National Signing Day. But you know what, though, Bone, you know this. If anything, you treat it like a pep rally. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's a big celebration. It's it's the it's the celebration of this class coming in, and he's sure. not going to be there. Yeah, and and I I obviously I'm trying to think of any other reason you could justify why he's not there other than no, there's not. He's taking, he's this taking job. the job, or he's taking some job. Also, is it weird that he has to interview? I mean, either you want you know what he is. He's a known commodity, right? Did you have to really have him sit down and go through like what do you think about? Who are you going to... Like, don't we know that with him? Well, like, I, what I he guess, wants to but do? I don't think any, anybody's above an interview. Are they? You no, know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, at some point, you probably... Maybe not... Like, he had a meeting before, though, right? Yes, he they had, they a, had they a, already, a remote so, meeting. They didn't meet in person. Okay. I'm just saying, maybe that's... I would think Jim Harbaugh's at the level where you could say, Jim, we really want you because we know this is who you are. It's do you want this job or not? not and again, I'm not saying he's Bill Belichick, but... There's, I, I just find it odd that it's like he's got to go through this same process that guys who have never had an NFL coaching job at a head coach level have to do. I find it weird. That's all. Brian Flores, former Dolphins head coach, he has been interviewing for jobs this cycle, is suing the NFL for racial discrimination. He is suing the NFL. He's suing the Dolphins, suing the Giants, suing the Broncos. Did I miss anybody else? Uh, I think it's those teams. I think it was yes. those teams, and 
it's wide ranging here. He alleges that you know the NFL segregated and. You know, most of the athletes are black, but it's rare to find a black coach and a GM. These are, you know, conversations we've been having for years. He alleges that the New York Giants just brought him in for a token interview when they knew they were going to hire Brian Dayball. Not not a good look, right? But the NFL's dealt with this before. What the NFL has not dealt with before is his allegation that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, offered to pay him $100,000 if they lost games. That would be humongous if there's a paper trail to back that up. Yeah, Um, and so he is saying in part that is why he was removed out of Miami. He says that his refusal to do that is then what caused him to be basically out of favor there, and that led to the downfall and why he was eventually pushed out. He also, though, he put a statement out about an hour ago about this, and he said... Uh, God has gifted me with a special talent to coach the game of football, but the need for change is bigger than my personal goals. In making the decision to file this class action complaint, I understand that I may be risking coaching the game I love. So he's not going into this saying, yeah, and I still think I can get these jobs. He, he I mean, I'm sure he'd like to, well, but he, he, knows. Under- he knows he's he not. knows that by putting this out there, this is this is something that may cost him a chance to get a job. And if that's truly how he feels, good for him, man, for challenging the status quo if he's seeing things i'm not there i don't i don't live the life he has i can't know what he's gone through so hopefully through this process we find out more info and we see some positive change from the nfl common man and t-bones the rundown the rundown only a major league baseball umpire can sue for racial discrimination keep their job and then get promoted to <laughs> angel hernandez yeah terrible is he still in the game I have no idea. I think he is. I don't know. You have to. I mean, he was as, uh, the last time I remember us. Talking I know, but about I, I can't was. remember if if I saw him at all last year. I'm sure I have because his calls are awful as always. Sean McVay apologizes for being stupid. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still causing heavy slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 71-315 west split. It is blocking the light side in this area. Please be very careful as things continue to clear and plan on some backups here as well. Strapping Comfort is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson now hiring. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. They're recruiting for CDL truck drivers in the West Jefferson Distribution Center. They offer great pay and benefits with a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of This is Common Man and T-Bone. You know how they have the, uh, you know, different icons for weather. A little sunny icon, partly cloudy, rain. Sure. So I think tomorrow what we should do for an icon is just, you know, constant rain. And then on Thursday, just a tombstone. All of us dead. (laughs) 
Right. It's it's so weird because today I see like all the ice melting and everything's melting away, and it's like don't, don't you know what's coming? Don't tease me. Yes. Don't show me it's this a big giant I- tea. I went outside today. It was forty eight degrees. I wanted to run around naked. Right. And then you know what's coming two days from now. It's yeah. going to be just an icy, snowy mess. I haven't seen my pee-pee in a month. It popped out and said, is it time? And I said, no, go back in. We still got a lot more winter to go. I, yeah, right. This is this is too early for any of that. But it's not even like, oh, we're getting a week where we're in the 60s and then it dips back down yep. into the 30s or something. No, we're getting a, a day that's going to be kind of nice and then rain. And then freezing rain, and then disaster, and then I was talking to a buddy of mine who's, you know, his spouse works in a, you know, unrelated field to ours. Where here at the radio station, we've had conversations about who's got equipment at home. What if power goes oh, out? I'm not, I'm not leaving the house on uh, on Thursday. I'm doing well, the show from the basement. And I know I've seen a lot of like I know our TV station is 10 TV, but I've seen other you know a buddy of mine who works up in Cleveland at a TV station. He he was posting how they're all working that stuff out in Toledo. They're working out like what are they going to be doing? Who's who's going to sleep at the station to make sure they can do the weather in case the weather's that bad? But it's not just that. It's it's I've heard people working in hospitals are having these same conversations. You know, it's it's all over the place, man. I don't recall anything like this in a long time where everyone ahead of the storm is like man we've got to get this together we have got to figure this out that's do you recall that where we've had this uh, well, no, to it's, this it's, level? it's happened here in the past obviously because columbus is very unique where it seems like every other year or so we get one of these storms that can go either way where the band almost goes through the metro area and just at the projections I was seeing today, where Teddy lives, down, you know, southeastern part of the city, they're saying maybe three, four inches. Where you and I live, you know, northwestern part of the metro area, they're yeah. saying a foot. And then, you know, who knows how much ice is going to be on top of that. And it seems yeah. like every couple of years we get one of these storms where it can go either way, but we're in store for some sort of mess. Yeah, it's it's just I know that, but it feels like this one. There's like on Sunday night, I remember seeing people saying, "Okay, buckle down." Thursday, here's the scale. Here's what it could be. Is it going to be minor disaster or catastrophe? And it's like this is Sunday. They're telling us this. Yes. And so if we get here and it's just like a little freezing rain and it all miss, I, I, it's not right. The science seems so to what indicate you're, what it's you're all saying. Be there. If it misses us, and it's not that bad. We should put all the weather people in jail. I didn't say that. You said it. But no, I'm not, no, I'm not, not against it. That's not what I said. I'm going to put Jeff Booth in jail. <laughs> Booth. <laughs> Booth. <laughs> Booth. <laughs> My guy. Uh, Sean McVay. The Rams going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but if you watch that game on Sunday, it's not because of <laughs> Sean McVay. He was no. stupid. He was not the boy genius. He was dumb, especially with challenges. So yesterday he was asked about the challenges that didn't work. And he said... So the accountability lies with me. The first one with the quarterback sneak, it was not a great decision by me. It was kind of one of those where you're hopeful, you see the side shot of it. Going back to Arizona, where we ended up challenging the one on the QB sneak, you're kind of hopeful that if they give you the top-down shot, that maybe it goes through. But that one's totally on me. Then the other one looked like it was kind of a bang-bang play, In the flow of the game, there was a possibility that we thought there was a fumble there. 
I would do that one a little bit differently, but ultimately those decisions are my responsibility. Um, neither of those were close. The, right. s- the spot challenge, you have to fall off the turnip truck to think you even had a chance of winning that spot challenge. It was a ridiculous challenge. The fumble, I don't know what the hell he was watching. The officials looked at it for two seconds, came back out and said, yeah, hey, call Stan, you're stupid. Yeah, right. I. The other thing that's crazy with all of that is it's not just any old dumb head coach, right? It's the guy, and I'm, I'm not saying this makes you smart that you can do this. It's an interesting skill, but he is obviously known for his photographic memory, being able to go back and, you know, three, four years ago, they can pull up a game and a quarter and a yeah. set of downs, and he could say, yeah, I think we ran this, that, and that. So he's got a memory that seems to lock into very specific details, but in the moment, seeing things right in front of you that are fairly obvious, he doesn't seem like he's as good at processing that, or he's not listening to his gut and he's listening to someone else. Well, I, I don't know. Like, but, well, you know someone what, else is up there telling him, like, no, guys. you got to challenge this or something. I don't know. Get new guys, first of all, giving you advice. Second of all, NFL coaches today have a luxury that other coaches did not which is a huge HD video board right in front of you showing the replay. All of these things were clear as day. You can see him when he's thinking about dropping the challenge flag, watching it himself on the replay board, and he still decided to do it. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's it's very interesting, right? Because it's two different skill sets. Being able to identify weaknesses in your opponent, notice tendencies, and then call plays based off of that, right? Or motivating your team if you're that type of head coach, right? Which I think he's kind of all the above. It's a very different thing to then suddenly go, oh, wait, I have to decide on the spot instantly what I'm looking at. I have to jump out of that mode into a... It's got to be different brain function, you know? No, like, I get it, but you're, you're, these I, were and obvious calls, though, Bone. Well, no, I'm not, and I'm not making excuses for him. I'm saying... That has to be why some of these blindingly obvious calls to you and me are so hard for some of these very intelligent football coaches because they're just over on another part of their brain and then suddenly it's like, oh, now do this. And you're like, ah. And, and, and that, <laughs> that's why they pay you millions of dollars is to get the ah part right. But yeah, he did not handle that well. By the way, one last thing on Sean McVay. Maybe yeah. this was known by others. Did you see his dad? They showed him on the screen. I, I, Papa, Papa McVay. Maybe I saw him. Well, then you might have not caught his name. They were very clear on the graphic that his name, Sean McVeigh's dad, is Tim McVeigh. Because we're oh Timothy McVeigh. We're not going for Timothy not on that good, guy. That not guy, a good name. That, man. that passed. He cannot go by Timothy. If he preferred that, he had to shorten that up real quick. The thing I was thinking about: Has there been a coach other than him who's coached in the Super Bowl that puts product in their hair? Oh, there has to have been, right? You think Ditka put something in that hair? Or did yeah. it just, was it just I don't natural? Think it I, I mean, I don't know if product, I mean, the hairspray, something? It had to be something, Maybe. right? Yeah, no, but I, I mean, got to McV- go McVeigh is molding that into a point. Yes, I know, I know. But I got to think about that now because now I got to think of coaches' hairstyles. But yes, for sure, there's been a coach that's well, put something I'm, on Well, but what I'm hair. saying is most head coaches, they don't, you know, it's like, ah, clothes, change my underwear. I don't got time for that. I got a coach. McVeigh is seeking out product for this hair. 
I want to say, who is the coach of the Chiefs? Like Hal Stram? Andy Andy Reid is his name. No, no, no. Back in like Super Bowl three, Hank Stram, not Hal Stram. He's not putting product in his hair. There was like that. No, there was maybe a little back in the day, like a little something on the sides just to keep everything nice because he was very, you know, the suits and everything nice and prim and proper. Don Shula too, maybe he may add something. Yeah, Don Shula might add some product. Yeah. Mm. Now now I'm, the, I'm obsessed with this now. You go to the NBA, like, instantly, I would well, say Pat, Pat Riley. Riley. Come on. He had his product everywhere, right? Yeah, How about but, Chuck Knoll? Did he have any at your wedding? Chuck Knoll had no product. <laughs> he didn't care about product. Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident in I-70 eastbound after Wilson Road. It is still causing slowdowns in this area. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup as cars continue to build. Strava Gaport is sponsored by Rumkey Waste and Recycling. New year, new career. Rumkey Waste and Recycling is now hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers age 19 and up. Family owned and operated. Rumkey offers tuition reimbursement, home late nightly routes, and a recession resistant career. Apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Almiana Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Game show coming up in mere moments. Tonight on The Fan, it's Buckeye Roundtable. Two big hours of Ohio State conversation with our buddy, Timmy Hall. That is 6 o'clock tonight right here. Kudos to Cincinnati Public Schools. I saw this today. They are taking the day off the Monday after the Super Bowl. Should be a holiday course you know i heard uh, uncle bo talking about this today that we should play the super bowl on a saturday so we don't have this problem no keep it on a sunday and then give us all the day off on monday you know i understand why people like you and me have to come in because you know we're essential we've got to come in and talk about the game or our interpret dumb interpretation of the game but i mean everybody else you're essential but well you know you know what i mean for everybody else take the day off should be a national holiday yeah, I agree with you, man. I I wish it was done more often. I wish, I I don't know why we've gotten to a point with the Super Bowl where <laughs> we're gonna put the biggest sporting event of the season, uh, the biggest television event of the season, let alone sports. We're gonna put that late on a Sunday when everyone's dealing with Sunday scaries, going back to work, kids are like getting ready to go back to school. It's smack in the middle of the school year. It's not like it's in the summer. And not that the Super Bowl has any problem getting viewers, but that next day, I they do those uh, articles every time, every year, that say productivity goes down the Monday after the Super Bowl. Absolutely. So why not so, just yeet that out of there, right, just forget it, it even exists, and then start back on Tuesday after the Super Bowl, and your productivity goes way back up. Game show. Let's do it. All right, Mike. Today we're doing War of Words. I'm going to give you two or a definition and then two words. You tell right, me I'm which word goes with the definition. Go ahead. Humiliate me. Well, these these words are... They're all ridiculous, okay? Number one. Here's the definition. Becoming liquid or having a tendency to become liquid is the, defini- is the word for that definition delicescent 
or limerence. These are words from the English language. These are Del- real words. Delicescent or limerence. Limerence. Ooh, sorry. Uh, so you might say like that, you know, that block of ice has a delicescent property to it because it can become liquid or has a tendency to become liquid. All right. Limerence, meanwhile, is a noun that means the state of being infatuated or obsessed with another person. Well, you know what? I limerence you. No, no, no. You'd have to be in limerence. I'm in limerence with you. There you go. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. This this could definitely describe someone on this show. Tending to talk a great deal. Talkative. You. Yeah. Is that uh, perspicacious or loquacious? I'm going to go with loquacious. That is correct. Do you have any, like, take a guess at what perspicacious might mean. What do you think that could have? Perspicacious. What What could it, What like, it, I'll tell you it's an adjective describing, like loquacious, right? It describes somebody's quality. It does describe a quality of I a person. I don't know, just tell me. I'm not guessing. Having a ready insight into and understanding of things. All so right. So there I say, I am both loquacious and perspicacious. If, if you I'm say so. Take, I'm going to take that. Thank you. Uh, the, the next word. This is the definition. The partially shaded outer region of the shadow cast by an opaque object. So like the the edge of a shadow, basically. Is that called the flim-flam <laughs> or, or the penumbra? Flim-flam's not real, right? That's a real word. What's the other one? Penumbra. penumbra. I'm going to say penumbra. Penumbra is correct. What's flim-flam? Flim-flam, it's a little old-timey, but it's a word that means nonsensical or insincere talk. Okay. So that might be something you'd hear, you know, Jimmy Stewart say, what's with all this flim-flam? Well, right. That's how I attribute it. Yeah, that's well, that's what it means. It means you're just saying nothing, which would describe our show. That is the show. Yeah. Next up. (laughs) Stubbornly refusing to change one's opinion or course of action. T-bone. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Is that obdurate or omnishambles? Basically being stubborn. What's What's the first one? Obdurate. Or omnishambles. Obdurate. Obdurate is correct. Yes. Uh, Omnishambles is a noun that means a situation that has been comprehensively mismanaged, characterized by a string of blunders and miscalculations. But yeah, obdurate. Stubbornly refusing to change your opinion. Next up. Extreme superstition regarding the number 13. Is that triskaidekaphobia or genuphobia? Which phobia is that? Triskaidekaphobia or genuphobia? Fear of the number 13. Triskaidekaphobia. Yeah, that is correct. Teddy knows. Now, do you... Did you know that, Ted? You were very quick on that. Yeah, I've heard that just because people you know, talk about Friday the 13th and they always mention that. All right. Yeah, I can't not, say it, but I know what it is. This is not someone who's just like, oh, I don't really... It's not like your hotel where they don't have the number 13 on the elevator. This is like, you're, you can't function on the 13th day of the month or something like okay. that. Uh, genuphobia, meanwhile, is something I did not know people had, but let them live. A fear of knees. Knees? Knees, yes. Well, knees are creepy when you really look at them. I wonder, is it like someone who's bet on a lot of football and they've seen a lot of guys like tear their ACLs and they're like, I, I can't do knees, I'm out. I don't know. Well, to me, that's not the grossest. The grossest is when the kneecap oh. dislodges itself ah, yeah, and like goes off to the side. 
That's bad. Yeah, I have a fear yeah. of knees, too, thinking about that. Yeah. All right, next up. A wish or inclination not strong enough to lead to action. Is that vanity or persiflage? This would be a feeling you have, but it's not strong enough to get up and do anything about it. Is like that- when I look in the mirror and say, damn it, I'm really fat. I should do something about right, this, but I don't. Right, it's a wish or inclination. Is that, I'm going to say that pers- having- persiflage. Sounds like a boosh word. Sorry. Oh, hey, uh, a persiflage. Well, vanity is what you're experiencing when you see yourself in the mirror and say, ah, I need to lose weight, but not today. Persiflage means light and slightly contemptuous mockery or banter. Oh, also our so, show. Yeah, which I think we do every segment. Every time we have Tim Hall in the studio, that's Absolutely. what we do is persiflage. Um, all right. I've got a couple more here. Uh, give me one more. Uh, ooh, i got to find the best one then because I've got a few more. <laughs> um, all right. Admiration of a particular part of someone's body. Is that impignorate or agus? Uh, wait, hang on. Agastopia. Impignorate or agastopia? Which one is an admiration I'm of a... I'm going to impregnate you. <laughs> impignorate. <laughs> whatever. Ooh, sorry. Uh, I meant the other one. Agastopia is the admiration of a particular part of someone's body. Impignorate means to mortgage or pawn something. And uh, I've got one more that I All need right, well, to All right, well, then do you. one more. Come on. All right. To gulp something down quickly in a greedy fashion. Is that known as a Zertz or a Winkle Picker? <laughs> Please. I hope it's a Winkle Picker. <laughs> no, it's not. It's apparently if you like gulp down your drink, that's called you've you've Zertzed your drink. Okay. But a Winkle Picker is a pointy toed boot that became popular in England in the nineteen fifties. The pointy end was compared to a tool used to open periwinkle snail shells which are also known as winkles. So they call the boots winkle pickers. So someone would say, like I say, chap, you've got your winkle pickers on. You look smashing. Like, that's apparently a phrase. Thank you, Bone. You're not welcome. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 71-315 West split. An earlier accident has finally cleared from the roadway, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of Buckeye Roundtable, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. I was How thinking you about you today because I know that you are a fan of the Jolly Ranchers. You've been addicted to the Jolly Rancher candy recently. Yeah, that's right. And that's so I was right. going to ask about a, you. 
Go ahead. Yeah, we have a, a bag that's, I think, 50 pounds, and there's 7,000 of them, mm. and we're making our way through. I do like a Jolly Rancher, but I was going to ask you, you can only have one fruit-flavored candy for the rest of your life. Chocolate, not included in this, obviously. Which one are you taking? Are you taking a Jolly Rancher? Oh, my goodness. You know what? I think I got to pivot from a Jolly Rancher and take a lemon head. Where are you with that? Mm, I love a lemon head. Bone? Yeah. What's the call? I mean, are we are we just ignoring like Skittles and Starburst? No, we're we not. Because I was going to say my my number one would be a fresh Starburst. There is nothing worse than fresh. a stale. Stale Starbursts are the worst thing in the entire world. You get a fresh one, delicious. That's my number one. You could cut your mouth yeah. with a stale Starburst. It's a menace. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think I would go. I'd go more Starburst and then Skittles and then any other fruit flavored candies. But that's yeah, those are distant third to those first two. I'm trying to think what else would be in the team picture. What like about a fruit roll up? Lifesavers, right? Lifesavers. What else? Twiz- Twizzle roll up is not a candy. That's not a candy. It's no, not. I agree. What no, I wouldn't. That's, put... that's something you stick in the lunchbox. No, for that's the kids. it's oh, that is a that not is a, a candy. That is a. <laughs> That's a chops impression. Ah, not a I I concur though that anything that is considered a fruit snack, I would not like. If you get, I mean, it's made with sugar. I mean, it's well, yeah. Come on, Mike, Mike and Ike. All right, juicy fruits. Like a pop tart. Pop tarts are made of sugar, but that's not a cookie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or like a candy. You know what I mean? Sugars in everything. Yeah, that's true. That's right, Tim. Way to be. Way to understand that. That's good. Airheads. That's another one, right? Fruit flavored candies. Yeah, Would but you, then again, nerds aren't airheads very similar to fruit roll-ups? Wouldn't you say that's in the same category? They're, no, yeah, I wouldn't. but airheads, no. airheads, like I, I know what you're saying, Mike. Yes, but airhead is more taffy. All right, fair and, enough. And fruit by the foot is just like I, if I wanted taffy and you gave me fruit by the foot, I'd be like, that's very See, nice. Let of me you. tell you something. Nobody has stretched this and. Worked it out. This like, is what taffy. Major League Baseball and the Players Association should be doing. <laughs> you have differences. You you discuss them. Yeah. You work it out. Oh. Because I would have been inclined to say that you know fruit roll-up is candy and it's the same thing as an airhead, but you two have convinced me otherwise, and we found some common ground. Yeah. You know, I think you know what? You know what? I want to switch. I want to switch. The the only and I don't, you know what? I don't even know if this is a fruit flavored candy, but I just thought of it. There's nothing better than the gummy cola bottle. Gummy cola bottles are 1000% the best kind of gummy that was ever invented. What about a sour Grew patch up with kid? Them. No, gummy cola bottle all the way. So yeah, you if one I'm going gummy, gummy I'm, no going, I'm going sour patch kid all day, every day. Wait, the sa- oh, you know what I'm thinking of? No, I, you're right. Sour patch kids are really good. I think that counts as for sure that's a fruit candy. I was thinking of nuclear warheads when you said. Or, or is that oh, what they're called? Yeah, you know the heads. sour warheads. Yeah, the sour warheads and then the atomic warheads yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah I like, used to enjoy I, them. Those sour ones, man. We would get those. That was when we would get like at after baseball when I was a little kid over at like you know, I think that was like Stigler Road back in Gahanna. That's where we used to play. But the concession stand had all the drinks, and they would put the cup under every single drink. And then that's what you would get. And that and then like a sour warhead is what we would have after we won a baseball game. And that was like my ultimate reward. Timmy, Buckeye Roundtable, what's coming up tonight? Oh, thanks for asking. We got a good show tonight. Five guests coming up here. Look at you. Highlighted by Kevin McGuff, Steve Rollick. We've got Paul Keels, 
Bill Rabinowitz and Bill Kerlick, the dean of Buckeye football recruiting. A lot of topics. The new assistant coaches for the football team had their press conferences. And, of course, we got another National Signing Day coming up tomorrow. We'll get some comments from the Holt man from his radio show yesterday as well. Two big hours. Buckeye Roundtable, 6 o'clock tonight, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, a brawl at a Golden Corral in I Pennsylvania saw, I has saw hit the, the video news. of this. Man, <laughs> this, thing, Jesus. this thing got out of hand in a hurry. It was a video <laughs> shared with CBS Philadelphia. Uh, apparently over the Golden Corral running out of steak. So I'll try to set the scene as best I can. I would think can. that would be a celebration. Well, no, here was the issue. So there was a family waiting in line at the buffet to get the steak. And if you've ever been to a buffet like that, the steak line, the prime rib line, or whatever they've got there that's that level, that usually does have a little line. And another family supposedly cut in front of this first family that was there. And then they got their steak. They were taking a while. And then the buffet said, oh, that's all the steak we have. We're out for the day. And the family that got cut in front of didn't get any steak. So they got back to their tables, and then words were exchanged, because I guess they sat close by, and they started yelling at each other. And then it became a verbal altercation, and then it became a physical altercation. Mm. And uh, one of the people that was working there named Alexis Rios said, with COVID right now, mask and everything, nobody can hear nobody sometimes. There's a lot of commotion in there. The cooks behind there are talking. Nobody can hear nobody. You have to speak up loud. I grabbed a chair to defend myself, and then sooner or later, that was it. So, <laughs> Former Blue Jays outfielder Alex Rios works at the Golden Alexis. Corral. Alexis Rios. That's who did it. So, just Do we aware. have these in town? Do they yeah. exist in Central uh, Well, you know what? The last one I knew of is gone. The one yeah, over 161. I don't closed. know if there's another one over there or somewhere else. But Start a yeah, brawl. Uh, Buckeye Roundtable is next. Two big hours. We are back tomorrow with more nonsense. Talk to you then. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of I-70 eastbound after Wilson Road. All lanes have reopened in that area, but plan on some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to recover. About a five-minute backup over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer save legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. From Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan.
SportsCenter. Good evening, I'm Eric Reeser. Tom Brady has made it official, retiring after 22 seasons and seven Super Bowl titles. Reports of the pending retirement leaked out over the weekend, but those are disputed until the former Patriot and Buccaneer put out an official statement earlier today. The Minnesota Vikings will bring Michigan's Jim Harbaugh to Minneapolis on Wednesday for a formal head coaching interview. The Miami Dolphins have also expressed interest in Harbaugh. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL and all 32 teams for racial discrimination. In other news, the Denver Broncos are reportedly up for sale. The Bullen family purchased the team in 1984 for $78 million. It'll likely sell next year for around $4 billion. In college football, former Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams has announced his transfer to USC. And tomorrow is National Signing Day. The Buckeyes expect a few more signees for the class of 2022, including four-star German defensive tackle Hero Canoe. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan, Ohio sports destination. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now, yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amitropecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like. You're, I I too shave like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Should. Like no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just <laughs> saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine wanna, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right 
A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.